when you go to the small scale, the exhibiting intelligence on a smaller scale, maybe what's the challenging here? You already mentioned that many times, but the challenge of scaling down and having this intelligent behavior, should it count more in the structure or the material because you're already using biocompatible polymers? But oh, I don't know what kind of maybe component is so significant in the design, the structure and the scale. What's really significant to you? Well, I, I think... Um one of the, as soon as I started working in microrobotics uh, and started thinking about how to make small things, I realized uh, the importance of materials. <laughs> um, and you know, I spent a lot of time, when I first started back in 95, started going down this path, I spent a lot of time learning how to mic do microfabrication, how to make MEMS. I went and uh, did workshops and courses on how to make small things. Um, I was never that... Uh, as, as, a, as a bachelor, master, PhD student, I was never that really that interested in materials and chemistry. I, I, I liked more the physics side, more physics and math and, and less chemistry and materials. But I realized as I worked in this area that materials were, were absolutely key uh, and we needed to go, go deep, go much deeper on, on the material side because you need, you know, you want, if you're going to make something move with magnets, you need good magnetic properties. If you want to do it in... Uh, the body, it needs to be biocompatible, preferably biodegradable. Um, so it, uh, you know, if you lose it, it's not going to hurt anybody. It's just going to kind of disappear after a while. Um, you know, you, if you're going to put it in the body, you want to maybe see it. So you got to put some kind of a contrast agent on it so that you can see it with x-rays or with ultrasound or something like that. Uh, but trying to bring all these material properties together are, is, is, a, is a huge challenge. Um, um, I was lucky when I moved to, uh, to Switzerland, um, there was a, a, a guy in Barcelona who had read some of our papers we published at Minnesota on magnetic uh, electroplating with composite materials, and, and he all of a sudden discovered I was here, and so he's a PhD student, he says, oh, I'd like to come and uh, spend some time, so he got some funding and came up and, and did a lot of his PhD here, this is a guy by the name of Salvador Pani, um, and then... Um, we uh, and then he he said I like to come back for a postdoc and so he found some money and and was to support himself and came back here and uh, uh, he's been here a long time now he's a professor uh, just right down the hall from me and uh, he's a chemist a physical chemist his specialty is uh, electrochemistry electroplating particularly um, and so that was quite a you know a, a nice combination because now I've got a you know person really trained in materials and chemistry that I can work you know we work directly and then I, I can do the focus on more of the robotics physics uh, control side that uh, that I enjoy and so I think you know um, as you go small scale micro and nano it's it's materials um, and then. Uh, you know, when you look at the applications, then we start getting into more biology, we get into medicine, and uh, so then you need to, to team up with those people. But to me, there's still fundamental robotics problems. They're still about making small, intelligent things. Mm -hmm. And what would be me missing feature and functionality so far in the micro, soft micro robotics? You say, this is really... I can't get this, this functionality or this feature. Maybe a trade-off, you can't really avoid this kind of the design. There's something here in this still missing for you, the feature, functionality, or a trade-off you can't avoid. Well, 
you know, I mean, so 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 what are these things going to do? I mean, you know, the the uh, you know the first thing you think is is delivering a drug somewhere or some kind of a targeted therapy, um, and so you know they're small. Well, uh, that means they can't carry a big payload, right? So they you know they. Uh, but the idea is you don't need to carry a big payload because if you're going to find the source of the disease, maybe you can just put smaller amounts of more 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 uh, powerful uh, therapeutics on it. Uh, but you also, uh, the other thing you can do is, of course, uh, create swarms of these. You can have hundreds, thousands, tens of thousands, so millions of these things uh, that are all working together um, in this small little area. So, you know, so, so it's just, uh, you know, that's a challenge. Um, um, but, you know, there's other functions for these things, too. Uh, ablating tissue. Um, 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 and, and, and so then, you know, again, you come to the, the challenge, well, these are small, so how much energy can they carry? Um, how can you trans, transduce that energy, or trans, you know, uh, from other, other sources? Um, and that's one of the things with Salvador Pane that we, he's, he's quite interested in our multi-feroic materials. These are materials that can trans... Uh, Kind of transform uh, different types of energy. So you can you take a material and expose it to a magnetic field, and it will can create a small electric charge around it, or uh, stress it. You know, maybe with ultrasound with some kind of pressure waves, and then it can also create that, and you know, light as well. So you can transform between different kinds of energy. Um, and so those are you know all materials issues. You always wish they were better. You wish you had, um, you know, higher saturation magnetic materials, and you wish they were uh, biodegradable. Um, but you know, there's just some things that you just got to live with and figure out ways around. And and so there's, um, that you know, there's, that's just the challenge. But again, it comes a lot of it comes back to materials, but a lot of it comes back to the physics as well too, because. Unfortunately, or fortunately, I don't know how the world would be different, but magnetic fields drop off with a cube of distance, so they do drop off rapidly, so that means you're going to need to pump a lot of energy to create uh, magnetic fields over, over distances. I don't know what is the next thing in tough robotics. Maybe you mentioned growing in the beginning, growing robots, but what are the next thing do you think, or maybe missing tools? Well, I, I mean, one of the things that's been interesting is 4D printing, I think, where, you know, we print something in 3D or 2D, and then, it, it, and then after it's printed, it changes its shape and it can morph into different, different sizes. I, I think that's an interesting uh, uh, research problem. Um, you know, I still, you know, people are trying to build nice soft motors, uh, uh, you know, um, actuators, um, you know, the, but, you know, it always at the end comes down to powering these things. Um, you know, I always, I always tell my students, if you really want to change the field of robotics, build a better battery. Uh, uh, same thing for soft robotics. Better, you know, better energy storage is going to um, help drive that field more. Um, but, I, you know, I think there's just, you know, fundamental problems because these are, you know, these materials that, that are being used have, you know, uh, they're soft. They they're 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 flexible, and it's they're difficult to model. It's it's much easier to model a rigid structure, obviously, and so uh, so there's still a lot of fundamental issues on um, uh, you know how do you instrument them, sense how do you deliver energy, um, and and so you know what's the, uh, you know I, I'm not sure what uh, so those to me those are fundamental issue fundamental research issues. Mm -hmm. To open yourself for real success, sometimes we have to go through. Real failure. I don't know if you have moment in that. Oh, we have a lot of failures. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, but, you know, that's uh, uh, 
you know, I have a big group here, so we got a lot of things going on, a lot of different projects. So if 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 we, you know, if, you know, for the student, the the the, the researcher who who hits a brick wall on something, you know, that's not fun. But for you know, uh, but we've always got got new ideas and new things coming out. But I mean. Yeah, I mean, you know, one thing I guess I could consider a failure is this growing stuff. I've never figured it. We haven't come up with a good solution that I find I find compelling yet, uh, and and we keep thinking about it. Um.